Thank you for tuning in to Beyond the Dais, a podcast about the stories taking place in and around El Paso County, Colorado. I'm your host, Scott Anderson, and my guest today is the 2023 El Paso County Fair Queen, Annika Normandy. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. Thanks for coming down here. We really appreciate it. Um, So before we get into everything, I wanted to quickly add that if listeners are interested in more stories about people doing good in and around El Paso County, or hearing from county leadership about local government priorities and how they operate, you can find additional episodes of this podcast on your podcast platform of choice. So to get things started today, I wanted to have you give us a little bit of background about yourself. Uh, tell, Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I am from El Paso County. I'm from Peyton, and I've been kind of involved in the horse world and the 4-H world since I was probably six years old. I've done 4-H since I was eight, and I've just kind of been doing all different types of styles and disciplines all around the county and representing our county at State Fair, going to different shows around the state and outside of the state, and just kind of trying everything, getting involved in everything. Mm -hmm. And for those who may not be familiar, I did not grow up here. I'm not from a rural background. I I didn't grow up around any of that. Can you tell me what the 4-H program is exactly? I'm not too familiar with that. Yeah, so the 4-H program is basically to promote young people in agriculture and to get them involved in the agricultural way. Mm -hmm. So there's lots of different things you can do. And basically you get, you can sign up for projects. And so projects are showing you and teaching you how to learn a skill. So there's like, I'm in the horse project. So I had to do demo boards on and like projects on how to clean a horse, how to properly feed a horse. And then you go and you show that animal. So you learn all year and you work with that animal all year and you go and you show it and you're judged based on, you know, how well you took care of your horse, how well you showed it, how, and then you have a written test. That's your knowledge of, you know, maybe different sicknesses or different things just about your mm-hmm. basic knowledge. So each animal has one of those. There's small animals, large animals. And then there's also certain things such as like you could do cake decorating or you could do, you know, shooting or there's just so many different things you could get involved with. And even if you're not eight years old, you're not old enough yet, there's a program to get you kind of boosted into there. Okay. And then once you turn eight, you can start your own project up until you're 18. Very cool. Very cool. And do those run like through schools, kind of like FFA programs, or are those more like club type things that are done outside of schools? In Colorado, I don't know of any 4-H clubs that are in schools. It's mostly you have to find your own club outside of the school. But a lot of schools, like I know my high school has a sheet where Mm -hmm. you can look at all the different clubs and their emails and phone numbers. You can also look them up Mm -hmm. on El Paso County Fair's uh, website, or you can look them up on your 4-H website. Very cool. So was being a part of all of that, is that what got you involved in the Fair Queen program or was there something else that really caught your interest with that? Yeah, the the Fair Queen program is really big in the 4-H community and the Fair Queen is everywhere in the 4-H. So you spend a lot of your time with 4-H kids and at maybe different 4-H events. So judging or making appearances or presenting awards. And so growing up in 4-H, I always saw the Fair Queen like everywhere. And she's just so cool. Like you just looked up to her so much. She's such a role model. And I just wanted to be that for Mm -hmm. other people. Yeah. And what, uh, having that draw of like being a role model for other people, why was that so important to you? Like what, what did you see in yourself when you were a kid looking up to a role model like that? And why did, did that really draw to you of wanting to do that for yourself? 
Well, when I would look at the fair queen and I would either see her ride or I'd see her in her whole, you know, get up, I just would look at her and be like, I want to be her. Like she shows just like grace, but also like is riding her horse beautifully. And I just, I wanted to be that. And I wanted to, you know, have a goal and work up to that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's very cool. So what was that process like for you in being part of the uh, fair queen competition? So the fair queen competition is, it's short, but it's a lot in one. So it's, you have an interview, you have a speech that you give. So you write the speech and you give it in front of whoever's there. You have a writing portion, which is you get a pattern and you go and do that pattern in front of the judges. And then you also have your application and that application you can fill out online and you submit it. And that one is also judged um, by the judges. Mm -hmm. Which part of that was the most difficult for you and which one was the most fun for you? I think the speech initially was the most difficult for me just because I had given big speeches before, but I had never given speeches that I had to memorize. Oh, yeah. And so this one I had to write and memorize, and it has so many different components in it, especially about the fair, that I was like, this is very specific. So, And I got to get up in front of everybody who was there <laughs> watching me and do it, and I was super nervous about that. Um, the part that I was most looking forward to was my riding portion because mm-hmm. I've had my horse since I was eight and I was so confident in her and I's ability to go out and ride that I was just really excited to go out and show her. No, that's really cool. Uh, what is that connection like for, I, I've never owned a horse. I have not even been around horses very much. So it's hard for me to really understand. What is that connection like with between you and your horse? You know, you've been riding since you were eight and, you know, now, you know, here n- nearly 10 years later, what is, what is it, mean to you to be able to kind of grow that relationship and then participate in something like this with someone who essentially I feel like would be a friend, right? Yeah. Well, it's super special because she's, I've grown up with her. We've grown up together and Mm -hmm. she's gotten me through everything like major in my life. So I've won a national title on her, a couple state titles on her. I did my last year of rangerettes where I was captain on her and from going to be my first show in eight to ten level one on her to you know becoming fair queen on her is just a really big deal to me and it means a lot to me that's awesome that's very cool um so now that you're in this role how has it been like what are some of the things you've been able to do since you were uh named El Paso County Fair Queen yeah so it's it's really a big deal. It's super fun because you get so many opportunities. Uh, for example, this last weekend I was in Elizabeth Stampede. I got to go to a luncheon, which a Queen's luncheon is where they invite local Queens from kind of all around the state to come and support their rodeo. So the two Elizabeth Fair Queens and to meet up and meet with other Fair Queens, I can help you out later, mm-hmm. you know, down the road, you become friends with them for, you know, the rest of your life pretty much. And yeah. And then we also got to go and help out at the rodeo. So that's really fun. So you get to see the behind the scenes stuff. We had shoot tours that we could do. We got to do mutton busting with everyone. Um, we could do grand entry. So just a lot of different things kind of out there. So can you talk about why the El Paso County Fair specifically is important to you and why residents of El Paso County should make time to attend this summer? Yeah, so the fair is specifically important to me because I grew up there. I've been going there since before I could even remember, like <laughs> little baby me was going there. Uh-huh. And so I've always just had a special place in my heart for the fair because it's a place where you can go with your kids and you can watch them grow up and have the same fun experiences every single time they go. And there's always something new that you can you know, experience with your whole family, with your friends. 
I also love the community of it because I'm from Peyton or even just anywhere in the El Paso County area. You're going to know people when you go there. It's just mm-hmm. a f- everywhere's a friendly face. Everyone is just there to welcome you and to be there for you. Yeah. And for those who may not be as familiar with the rural way of life, me specifically being <laughs> one of them, uh, what does it do to help educate about kind of that Western lifestyle? Yeah, so it's really good to promote. We have a rodeo on Sunday, July 16th. That's going to be the CPRA rodeo. And that's a great way to just get out, look, see what a rodeo, what happens in a rodeo. I know some people don't always know like what's going on and you can, it's kind of nice because the way the fair is set up, you can always see what's going on behind the scenes too mm-hmm. around you. And also the 4-H kids, every 4-H kids, they know so much about their project and they care so much about their project that if you ask any of them, you just see any of them walking around the barn or you go in and you watch them show, they are more than happy to tell you about <laughs> their project. Yeah, that's awesome. So I know that there are specific like themed days at the fair. Um, There are some free days and things like that. Can you talk about the kind of different uh, activities that people can expect going throughout the fair? Yeah. So Saturday, July 15th is Military Appreciation Day. So that's free general mission for all military independent families. Sunday, July 16th is Western Hispanic Heritage Day and then the CPRA Rodeo again. Um, Monday, July 17th is El Paso County Day. That's going to be free general mission for all. Tuesday, July 18th is our senior day. So that means seniors get $3 general mission. They get a free brunch at 11 a.m. and then a free slice of pie at noon. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then <laughs> um, Wednesday, July 19th is dollar day. So admission is only a dollar. Thursday, July 20th is our presenting sponsors day. So that's $4 general mission and then $4 beer at the beer garden. Mm-hmm. Friday, July 21st is the agricultural day. So that's really... Um, trying to get people out to learn more about 4-H and more about the agricultural stuff. And then wrapping up the Ferris First Responders Day on July 22nd. And that's Wonder Law General Mission for all first responder people. Mm -hmm. And also wrapping up the Junior Livestock Sale that day. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the fair runs from Saturday, July 15th to Saturday, July 22nd. Yes. Okay. Very good. Very good. And so what are some of the other events that people can expect if they come to the fair? I mean, you talked about the rodeo, you talked about a couple of things, but what are some others that you may not have mentioned yet? Yeah. So we have our interactive butterfly encounter. Oh, very cool. Jeff Boyer's bubble show and Cowtown. Also, we have our standard ticketed events, which are going to be the auto races on the 15th and 17th and demolition derby on the 22nd. Plus, we have our rodeo. We also have a fair evenings and afternoons daily, and that's going to be open later this year. So more time to hang out. (laughs) And you can also go and watch all the 4-H kids show. So there's something for everyone. Nice. And you mentioned it a couple of times that the 4-H kids do shows there. Mm-hmm. What, what exactly are they doing and like how does it benefit them as the 4-H students to be a part of the fair? Yeah, so in the main, in the main building, the main um, indoor arena in the middle of the fair, there's going to be, that's where most of the 4-H kids show, mostly large animal. Okay. So that'll be like cows, sheep, goats. Um, the horses aren't there anymore. They're at a different spot, but you can kind of watch them show each show has a different like routine that they need to follow but at the end of the week there's round robin where the kids get to swap animals and so you kind of get to watch them show other people's animals and they're also there to learn about other animals that they may not have done the project for Mm -hmm. so that's kind of neat yeah very cool um what are you looking forward to most about the fair this year i'm looking forward to just 
Well, I'm looking forward to the rodeo a lot because <laughs> that day is going to be super busy and we're going to get to do a grand entry with all of the other queens from around the area. But I am also just looking forward to the entire fair because I've never been able to just spend a whole week just trying everything. Mm -hmm. Like every single experience I'll be able to do and I'm just super excited to see everything and see everyone. Yeah. And so what is, do you have a specific role as the El Paso County Fair Queen at the fair? Like what is it you're going to be kind of doing in that role at the fair? Yeah. So I'll be around um, for anybody to come up and ask questions or interact with me. I'll also be around promoting each kind of experience at the fair. So we have an Instagram and a Facebook and there will be videos for me um, at different areas in the fair. If people want to come and try those out or be like, oh, that looks really interesting. And I kind of give my you know, review on it. And um, I'll just be around just representing the fair. Mm -hmm. So if people were interested in learning more about the fair, what would be the best way for them to do that? So yeah, they can go online to com, or they can call the number 719-520-7880 to get more information. So tickets can be purchased online. Any information about anything that's happening at the fair will be found on there. So is there anything else that you want to add that we haven't talked about yet that you think would be important for people to know about? Yeah, so one of the things we're doing to kind of get involved with the community and um, involved with anybody who wants to come and hang out with me, we'll be doing Queen's Corner at the Pikes Peak Library District. So that'll be Monday, July 17th from 5.30 to 6.30, Tuesday, July 18th from 4.30 to 5.30, Wednesday, July 19th from 11.30 to 12.30, Thursday, July 20th from 5 to 6, and Friday, July 21st from noon to 1. And I'll be reading to any kids who want to come and just hang out or ask more questions about the fair. I would also like to add the Queen's competition is moved to the week of fair this year. So it'll be July 16th, and it'll be that morning. More information can be found on elpasocountyfair.com. Plus, you can fill out your application there. Application will be opening soon. And, Yeah. Super excited to see my new queen. <laughs> great, great. Uh, well, thank you, Annika. I appreciate you taking the time today and the work you're doing to represent El Paso County in a positive way. So thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. If you're interested in listening to additional episodes of Beyond the Dais, you can find us on Podbean or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.